Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the podcast where we're going to tell you all the things that we have learnt from musical theatre. Today, it's just me in the studio with our special guest, Alex Smith. Hello, it's also me. How are you, Alex? Yeah, I'm going alright. How are you going, Sam? I'm going fine. Thank you for coming in and doing this emergency recording because we couldn't find time in the week to record with everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be included. You have brought us a very interesting musical that I hadn't heard of before you even suggested it. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, it slaps. Yeah, it does. It's really it's really fun. Yeah. But it is one act, mm-hmm. 14 minutes long. Mm-hmm. The episode is going to be longer than the musical itself. Oh man. And written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, it's so good. I, I, I'm i surprised. How do I know about this, but not you? I don't know. How did I find out about this? This is very interesting, and maybe that's a question that you can ask yourself late at night. But before we do that, <laughs> we need to get to know you and to know what and how this segment is going to work. We need to know how many times have you been on this show? Is it one or two? Uh, ooh, ooh. I know the definitely once. Definitely once. This will probably be my second. Okay. So we're going to ask you the getting to know you quiz again. Hooray. And see if your answers are any different. Okay. All right. So number one, which musical character would other people compare you to? I feel like Seymour Crowbone from Little Shrub of Horrors is how other people see me. I think that checks out. I think that's what you said last time. What musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Still Hamilton, but not the <laughs> bad parts of Hamilton. Oh, I see. You want to you want to cherry pick exactly what yeah. what parts of Hamilton you get and what parts you don't. Act one, Hamilton. I don't want to be a fully rounded person with flaws and a and a, and a story <laughs> and growth. I just want to be the good guy. I want to cheat on my wife and get. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what is your dream role? Has that changed? Uh, I'd really love to play Beetlejuice now. I see. That would be fun. If I could do the um, was it phonetic? Phonetic. He does a vocal fold. Oh, was it fry? Vocal fry. Uh, vocal fold phonation. Yes. Does oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I could do that, I'd love to be Beetlejuice. That'd Just be so figure much it fun. out. Just figure it out. You'll <laughs> Just figure do it. it out. It'll be fine. Uh, what is your favorite sometime? Redacted. Not applicable. <laughs> you don't have a favorite sometime. Oh well, actually, character growth from last time I was in here. Uh, I saw cats and I had a whale of a time, honestly. Not a Sondheim, how dare you, sir? Wait, what? That's an Andrew Lloyd Webber music. Oh, I'm so bad at this. Sondheim, oh, I guess Sweeney Todd, right? Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, good. Wow. Um, Everyone listening is like a, a big fan of musicals, and I'm just showing myself as a big old weenie. It's true. But you did know about this musical, this hipster of all hipster musicals. Yeah, so like, I'm the biggest musical fan, really. Perhaps it's a Lin-Manuel fan that you are, not ah, a musical theatre fan. That's true. All right. I don't know if I should give you this, but you have to delete a musical from existence. Mm-hmm. Cats is already gone. It doesn't actually exist. So you didn't actually see that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, what musical are you going to delete? Uh, we will rock you. Okay. Just cause? I hate jukebox musicals. Okay, that's fair. Actually, I like the music in We Will Rock You. I mean, yes, because it's Queen. Because <laughs> it's Queen. Uh, what about that one where everyone's a train? Great Light <laughs> Railway. Express. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Great Railway... <laughs> Expedition? Where were you going with that? Great Great Railway Express, I think I was going to say. Okay, Starlight Express. Yeah, okay, that's... Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber takes a hit in the, in this question, but, you know... He should write better musicals. I don't know. <laughs> y- you liked Cats. The movie. So, <laughs> the movie did not do a better job than the stage show. Actually, that's true. I did fall in love with the stage show. Upon yeah. Yeah. Hmm, you got me. All right. Okay, well, let's let's Andy take Lloyd. a quick break and we'll come back and we will start talking about the 14-minute masterpiece by Lin-Manuel Miranda called 21 Jump Street. Oh. Now, I realised that I slurred a little bit there and when I said chump, it sounded like I said jump. Oh. But it is 21 Jump chump with a ch street so Hmm. alex yes two minutes can you give us a elevator pitch of the plot of this 14 minute five song musicals well basically uh there's a student uh justin who goes to a high school and he gets straight a's man and he's in a high school and then naomi walks in and Justin doesn't know this, but Naomi is an undercover cop. But he does fall instantly in love with her. He does. Uh, This is not unsimilar to 21 Jump Street uh, with Johnny Depp and the other one. Uh, And then Naomi's like, oh, Justin's like, oh, I really like you. What what the heck do I have to do to get with you? Uh, And then she's like, give me some weed. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then is like, hey, cousins, can I have some weed? And they're like, what, you, you think we're people who have weed? And he's like, yes. And they're like, all right, fine, here's the weed. <laughs> and then she's like, give me the weed, give me the weed, give me the weed. And he's like, here's the weed. And then she's like, here's my money. And he's like, I don't want your money. I love you. This is for you. And she's like, take the money. And then she gives him the money. And then she's like, entrapment. I got you. You're going to jail, you idiot. You fell in love. Boo. And then he's in prison. He's like, what do you want to say to Naomi? And he's like, what the, I would say, what the fuck, Naomi? What, what did you do? The end. Based on a true story. Yeah. Names redacted. So this is based on an episode or one act of an episode of This American Life, which Mm. is a very famous NPR podcast. And the story is titled What I Did for Love. Uh, And that was originally, uh, reported by Robbie Brown. So Robbie Brown was in charge of that story. And that was the inspiration for Lin-Manuel to write this little, this little uh, five, five hander, I'm going to say, or, um, or six hander in some cases, uh, five song musical. In some cases. Yeah. So it has uh, in, in the cast list, there is an extra person added on in some of them. Oh yeah. Who do they play? Uh, 
Andrew, Cousin 3, and Police Officer. Oh, Cousin 3. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're, they're the on, ensemble parts. But so this has been put on a few times. Not uh, not very often, but one has been recorded and is available online. It was put on in Brooklyn in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was just after, just after In the Heights, mm, but yeah. before Hamilton. Then 2016 in London, 2016 in Manly, and 2017 in Melbourne. Oh, really? Yeah, so... Uh, kind of an, an interesting little journey for this this musical. Um, if you do want to check out the This American Life episode, I will link it in the show notes, and it is episode 457. Jeez. Um, yeah. So the musical premiered as a showcase put on by This American Life at the Brooklyn Academy of Music in 2014. Was that the one where Lynn plays the, the narrator? Yes, yeah. So that's, nice. that's the recorded one. Uh, and so that... that Segment is broadcast on This American Life in episode 528, the radio drama episode. Hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing here is basically a uh, cop goes into a school and entraps a student who wasn't doing anything wrong but was inspired by the cop to do something wrong and then punished for doing that said thing wrong. Yeah, there's a, a bit of controversy surrounding it. Yeah, uh, and I guess I guess it has a lot of things to say about the war on drugs and and things like that. Uh, it is kind of uh, comedic at some points, um, in kind of an, a Lin Manuel crazy character way. But yeah, yeah. it's it's not uh, the story doesn't have many much opportunity for lightness. No. That being said, if you if you are unable to watch it, but you are able to listen to it. It's another musical where, like, you're not missing out much by not watching it because it's all in the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there are five songs in the show. Mm-hmm. There's What the Heck I Gotta Do. Great song. One School, Cousin, The Money. That's a great song. And Epilogue. Nice. So you have said there are two great songs. Well, Cousins is also great, but you got to be in the right mood for it. <laughs> it's very upbeat, and sometimes you just want to listen to something... Sad. Just sometimes you, always, sometimes you want to listen to the money and sing a powerful <laughs> duet by yourself in your car. So which which is your favorite? Like, what's your favorite song? Uh, the money, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like what the heck I got to do. Oh, that's my second favorite. Yeah. Like, it's a close tie between both of them. It it just says more about my my drama drama life. Yeah, I just like a, a an impassioned ballad. Don't we all? <laughs> Uh, so I guess we should mention, yeah, so in the premiere, Lin-Manuel Miranda himself played the narrator, um, Anthony Ramos, Lindsay Mendez, Alex Boniello, and uh, and uh, Gerard Canonico uh, were in, in the cast. So Ramos uh, was uh, in Hamilton. I thought so. He plays... Lawrence and yeah. Philip Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, and Boniello was Moritz in Spring Awakening. In the oh, revival, nice. So these people did yeah, went on to do uh, lots of fun stuff. So let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with the lessons that we've learned. What lessons have you learned, Alex? I learned that even if you're in love, you shouldn't do something that you wouldn't normally be willing to do. And you shouldn't cross your own boundaries and you shouldn't put yourself in danger 
Because A, you never know if they love you back. And B, you should just respect yourself. Just respect yourself, not disrespect yourself. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, that that's kind of the... Well, that might be the most poignant lessons to learn. Hmm. Um, there is also ACAB. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because literally the only person who did anything wrong in this whole musical is the cop. I mean, if you're if you're super straight edge like one of my one of my friends is, they would argue that the drugs is bad. So, but I I see I see I I'm just I like the musical. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm relaying both sides. I guess, but even in the musical, you don't see anything bad that the drugs have done. Yeah, the drugs. It's not a huge issue. Um, either getting the drugs or like being warned away from the drugs or yeah. uh, it's just a thing. It's yeah. like, let, if you could go get me a gun, please, that might be a bit different. But yeah, like, he especially does. now with decriminalization. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even use drugs. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I think there was another moral. Oh, oh no, that was just a joke one. <laughs> please. We are we are happy to receive <laughs> jokes here. I was going to say if you're in like high school and then you you see someone uh long hair mature in the body like whoa, she's probably like a 34-year-old police officer. So like just yeah. don't even talk to her. I mean, <laughs> it's a trap. I think teenagers mm. are even more adept at picking out older people yeah. than older people are. Yeah. Like if if I was to go back to a high school and look at a 24-year-old just graduated from university teacher against a 17-year-old in high school student in casual clothes, I think I would be able to tell which was which. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I remember when, like, when you're grade 10, you think the grade 12s look like adults. Yeah. I can only imagine <laughs> what adult-ass adults look like. I mean, you remember the teachers, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe all the teachers weren't actually elderly and they were just like 30. But we were just so young that we thought that's what old people look like. Having gone back to um, form somewhat professional relationships with some of my teachers, yeah, that's that's the case. Like that's they wild. they were not old people. They were just older than us. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah, if there's someone that looks like an adult and like she's sitting next to you and she's like seven foot tall than everyone, she's probably a cop. Yeah. Stay away from her. Probably a cop. Or befriend her. <laughs> Use her for protection. <laughs> Terrorize the school. Uh, yeah, I, I think... Become a snitch. Is, does this does this musical teach us anything about drugs in general? Um, it definitely seems to have the stance... The musical seems to have the stance of you shouldn't go to jail for drugs. Okay, I think that's, I think that's a stance that we as a podcast can also adopt. You shouldn't go to jail for drugs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's not... Particularly anti-drug. It does, this musical doesn't feel anti-drug. It feels anti-punishment for drug. It feels yeah. like the punishment is disproportionate to the crime. Because they even say, like, what? A nickel bag's a fel- felony. Yeah. It feels to me a lot like uh, like a fish out of water story. Like, this Justin mm. isn't doesn't know how to get drugs. And so, it kind of goes to the only people that might know how to get drugs yeah. to get them. And they're like... I don't know how to get drugs. Yeah. Who are you? Uh, and should we give you drugs? I don't. Mm. I don't know what. I don't know what sh- should be going on. Um, but there's no moralization done about 
the actual drug use. So that that I think that's interesting and, and worth noting about this musical is it's not pro or anti drugs. The drugs are just a plot point. Mm. I think a lot of a lot of what this musical has to say is about the relationship between Justin and Naomi and what Naomi is doing and whether or not that is something that should be allowed. Um, yeah, but even that isn't explicit though. Mm. It it does feel. Yeah, it does feel very much like this is a fucked thing that happened. But they don't really say it in that. They're just kind of like, here are some things that happened. What What do you think? But it yeah. does feel that it's like, this is a fucked thing that happened. Yeah, because ideally, like in that sort of police situation, you would think that they would say, okay, who did you get the drugs from? And then go to them and go, okay, who did you get the drugs from? And then go to the actual drug dealer mm. who's supplying this this chain of command rather than just getting the one person who's been said, hey, I'll go to the prom with you if you get me some drugs. Yeah. And I'll pay you this money so that we can uh, definitely arrest you. <laughs> yeah. Do you, th- like, if he had given them for free, would that have been illegal? Well, that's what the whole song The Money is about, is uh, sh- they can only progress, or the police can only progress with the arrest if there was money exchanged for drugs. It's so weird, because, like, it's drugs. Like, surely drugs are but drugs a, regardless of the money. But it's a trafficking, not a possession. Police is weird, man. Police are weird. Drug law is weird, uh, but it is changing, so we can't really speak too much about it. And it is in an entirely different country to where we are. That's true. So, let's take another quick break, and we'll come back with Dreamcast. Do you have strong thoughts on who should be in the dream cast of 21 Chump Street? Uh, I think Johnny Depp as Naomi. <laughs> okay, okay. Nope, now I know the tone that we're going for. Yep. Well, I, my real answer was no, I don't have any strong thoughts. And I also don't actually know that many actors, but I thought that wouldn't make for a very interesting episode. I mean, do you have any thoughts? I value that. I would like to do a 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee cast playing, getting like actual adults, like older older people to play the students in this musical as well um, as the cop so that it doesn't... So, and so then you have... You just open up. Because I, w- I would love to see Bernadette Peters as Naomi hmm. um, uh, and just have her be the, the sole like white presence as well. Um but yeah, I, I think you can't really. I, I don't because they have to be young. They have to be very, very, very young. Um, so I would. I've got no strong thoughts either, and right. I wish I had more. Lynn for all of them, every character, one man show. To Lin be Manuel. fair, the recording that I have, it's Lynn Manuel. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah, so, and he did a really good job as the narrator. Um, so yes, Lynn is all of them. Lynn, 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 Lynn. Why not Cher? You could just get Cher to do it because <laughs> she did that West Side Story, West Side Story bit. <laughs> yeah, I back that. Uh, so yeah, if you have if you have stronger thoughts, uh, please let us know who your picks to play the roles in Twenty One Chump Street are. I'm sure that there are a lot of new up up and coming Broadway uh, performers who who could rip this to shreds so yeah let us know in the comments or on social media and we'll take another break and we'll come back with our top five lists
All right, so this is a pretty unique musical. So this has to be on a few top five lists. So top five musicals less under than, 15. <laughs> under 15 minutes, under 30 minutes, under 40. Yeah, uh, I think that's... Is there? Are there any others you can think of? No, this is the shortest musical I know. Because I know Xana Don't goes for just under an hour. So, because it's a one-act musical as well. Yeah. Uh, 25th Annual Putnam County Selling Bee is one act, but it's over an hour. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess... I, I, I assume that there would be some out there, but I guess very few of them make their way to, uh, like, professional stages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top five musicals set in a high school... That's a big net. It's so. a huge net. That's a huge net. I can't think of any others other than High School Musical. I mean, I'll, like. I'll probably say top five musicals are based around drugs. Because hmm. there are there are a few where drugs are a plot point, but I yeah. think like this is pretty much all about drugs in school. Top five musicals about entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there are any others. Top five. Yeah. Would we say top five police Characters. Um. Now, what defines a top five? As in, like, good or enjoyable? As or- in, like, good character to play. So, villain or grey area or struggle. Like, is her journey interesting um, compared to other police characters? Yeah, I'd go. I'd go with that. Because yeah, there aren't a lot of very strong police in inverted commas, especially if you exclude military. Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, top five oh, contemporary musicals. I don't know. Well, oh, you you need to define contemporary there. Uh, last five years. Okay, this was two thousand fourteen. So, oh god. Oh. <laughs> uh, would you would you put a top five Lin Manuel? Uh, I mean, yeah, right. Hamilton, In the Heights, this Moana. Bring it on. I haven't seen Bring It On. Well, but, it is by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Well, that's five, right? That's, that is five. Hell yeah. Top five. <laughs> Lin-Manuel. Uh, would you put it t- top five <laughs> pun-based names? Yes. Uh, this is one of my favorite puns. Yeah, okay. I can see that. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're an affiction, aficionado of puns. It's not even like people don't say chump anymore really i've found myself going back to it in the last couple of years <laughs> why just when i'm mocking when i'm mocking myself for just being a person just like <laughs> and there i was like a chump <laughs> i love that uh such a good word <laughs> uh anything else any other top fives uh no i'm sorry i'm gonna, well top five I guess we should say top five one acts, one act musicals. There are I felt few. it was implied. So a chorus line. <laughs> There's probably more than five, mm. but I, I actually think this is really fun and it packs a lot of story mm. and character into those that really short period mm. of time. Top um, five bangers to not bangers ratio. Okay. So quality songs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, th- I think that would work out. Yeah. What, what other musicals do you think would belong on that list? We will rock you. <laughs> <laughs> so how many songs in there are not bangers? Uh, in this one or in We Will Rock You? In We Will Rock You. None. None. It's Queen. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, because we can't blaspheme against Freddie Mercury, <laughs> uh, I, I guess we'll give you that one. Um, because four out of five. Is, is that what you're saying in this one? Four out of five? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And like, what, what even was it? So... 
take take the money. Hell yeah. The money? Uh, Cousins? What do I got to do? Hell yeah. Cousins? Yeah, you got to be in the mood. Epilogue? Epilogue. I listened to it. And One School. One School. I can't remember how that one goes. Okay, so that's not a banger. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Seriously? These kids need to yeah. do it? Oh, dude. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's 100%. 100% yeah. bangers. Give me The less songs you have, the more bangers you have. Yeah. Better yeah. hit ratio. Also, I'm going to say top five, like, star casts. Yeah? Literally everyone has gone on to do lots of lots of stuff. Um so Bonnie Ella is Spring Spring Awakening. Uh we've got Be More Chill, Les Mis, uh No Fed Away, uh and of course Len Manuel, so et cetera, et cetera. So mm. yeah. Oh yeah. They've all they're all and again, I guess that that's what you get with contemporary musicals. And and, and Len Manuel, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh any other top fives? Um Nope. No, I'm That's sorry. fine. I'm going to say top five <coughs> least interesting posters. <laughs> and I'm going to say that there's no, they didn't put a lot of effort into it. And it's very, of course, it was not a, a full budget musical. But it, yeah, it's a, it's a love heart with like a, 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 a marijuana leaf upside down on it and a crack through the heart. And it's just like one color. I'm like, okay, I get where you're going with that. But, you know. Just come to me. I'll do something nice for you for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the poster leaves a bit to be desired. All right. Well, that is us for this week. I will say we've only gone about ten minutes longer than the uh, than the musical itself. So uh, you're welcome. You should go uh, check it out. So where can people find you, Alex? Well, if you like podcasts, uh, and I didn't shoot myself in the foot too much musically, uh, you can find me on my song suck with me and James Kehoe. Uh, we're going to be starting up again season three soon. Uh, and if you like music, I'm a musician called Your Man Alex Smith. I'm on Spotify. Uh, it's all up there for free. And I'm about to release my new album, Slow Burn, uh, probably in July or August. Uh, but yeah, go check me out there if you want to hear some free musical music. My music's very musical theater influenced. I should say that because it's the audience that would actually enjoy that and appreciate that. It's true, definitely. Uh Little Automaton is probably the most musical, but even a line is pretty musically. Where I'm going is pretty Disney musically, if yeah. you like Disney musicals. Hmm. Yeah, so check Alex out on all of those places. You can also uh, find us on all social medias, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find us online at that's not canon.com forward slash MTMEIK. You can become one of the best people in the world and get some of our bonus free Patreon content on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash musical store me a thing I know. And if you have, uh, you have a lot to say and you don't know how to say it, put it in an email, send it through to musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com and we will reply soon, probably. <laughs> KB handles the emails. So there's that. Nice. I read them. I do read them and I appreciate all your emails. So thank you. And we have had a lot of show suggestions come through via email. Hmm. So yeah, keep sending those through and give us a rating interview on Spotify. Tell the people that you're in musicals with that we exist and that, that you should listen to us. We have over, uh, I want to say almost 150 episodes now so that you can go back and listen to. We've covered a lot of shows. So yeah, go do that. And we will be back same time next week with a new musical. Thank you for joining us once again. Alex Smith. Thank you. And I've been Zancy Weber. Until next time.
Why didn't Harry just shoot Voldemort with a gun? Do all wizards turn into ghosts? How do the owls know where to deliver letters? What actually is magic? And why are all the bad guys in Slytherin? We've checked the books, and the answers aren't there. So if we want to figure it out, we're going to have to do a podcast about it. Podcast Nine and Three Quarters, a show where two sisters, us, delve way too deep into the lore of the Harry Potter series to try and answer all of these unanswered questions. It's a debate series. Half of the time we do real research, and half of the time we make dumb jokes and argue about how we think the story should have gone. Like how Harry definitely should have ended up with Hermione. Or have you considered Ron? Oh, Ron and Harry? Okay, okay, I'm listening. And if you want to listen, you can find our new episodes twice a month on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find great podcasts. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.